1: Hey, guys, Stacey here from the Thinker Girls. We are recording a live 411 every Thursday at the Sheaf in Double Bay. Come and have a drink with Christy and I and join in on all the fun of watching The Bachelor. If you're into it or not, I'm not so much, you will enjoy the night. Thursday nights at the Sheaf in Double Bay, Sydney. To the Thinker Girls Pod channel, I'm
0: Stacey June. Oh, don't. No, no, no. We have to let people know. Like, yeah, we can't, I know. You, I know. There's a level of professionalism that you want to maintain, and there's a certain air of I don't give a fuck that I want to maintain too. Okay. Yeah. I understand So let's that. meet in the middle somewhere, please. But I wasn't
1: saying don't share. I was just like, don't laugh at me. Because I forgot something that we've just gone over about seven times and it's to do with the audio production of this podcast. Yes. Which somehow now I am managing, which who that is. F knows why
0: that's I turn away. the knobs up and down when Stace says, because obviously when you speak to different people you have different people in the studio, people's voices are different levels of volume, right? Mm-hmm. And typically if you're working in a radio studio, you've got a producer, there's somebody else making sure that your levels, whether it means that you've got a slightly softer voice than me, me are at a similar level. You know, place Mate, just filling people in here. There's not
1: just a producer. We have an enti- We had a person to do that as their entire job. Yes, it's true. Also known as a panel operator, button pusher, whatever you want. And a lot of the time in our pov show, we had a producer doing that also. But <laughs> most radio shows have a separate role purely full time job to look at levels.
0: Yes, so. <sighs> I mean, fast forward 12 months, here we are, guys, doing it ourselves and doing a fairly fucking good job of it, can I just say. Exactly. So every time we go to record, we have this thing where Stace goes, I'm looking at the levels and my voice (laughs) is really low. I just don't get it. I don't get why I'm so quiet. So I go over the thing and I'm like, all right, I'm turning you up, up, up. And anyway, we start recording and then you go, no, no, now I'm too loud. And I'm peaking, so it's like, you know, if you were listening in your headphones, it would be almost static, it's so loud. I'm pretty sure and if people... you can't people, figure out why.
1: Our posse that re- listens to us regularly would have got some peaking
0: sure. over the last 12 months. So I'm, I'm almost certain they I'm not know. saying we're always on top of it, but we try. So then anyway, I'm going, bro, I've realised why. It's because your normal speaking voice when we're just chatting, not recording, is a lot quieter than when we go to record because when you go... It's the Thinker Girls Pod Channel. You're like fifteen yeah. times louder.
1: Yeah, and I am louder when we MC or do yes. any event. It's interesting, and so anyway, that that's why when we test and I'm speaking in my normal everyday voice, which is much calmer, <laughs> I must admit, and much softer. Ah, uh, yeah. There's definitely a different a different. Uh, read I suppose of those levels Anyway fuck this
0: conversation it Sucks Well we had like a 10 minute convo about it And then we went to record and she goes See I just don't get it I'm like oh we've been here darling so, but that's not a- soz, because as someone said to me, don't learn
1: the buttons because then you'll never have to push them. Well, to that person, F you, because you do. If you're in your own oh. house, running your own show, oh, you do need to push the buttons. Christ. Welcome to uh, TG Froth. today. We've got a quick bite-sized episode for you of everything that we are listening to, watching and reading. Uh,
0: let's do some housekeeping before we get to froth. Yeah, firstly, you have rocked up to the Thinker Girls pod channel, which is a podcast channel with different shows, different episodes, different people, different content on those right across the week. That's right. Um, you can go back and listen to a host of really inspiring, funny, talented, amazing chats. We have a catch-up once a week. We hear from you guys and we answer your questions um, with a guest. All different types of um, chats that you can get right amongst. But today, every couple of months, we do one of these bad boys, TG Froths, things that we're frothing right now that you can get amongst. Basically... You know, I feel like Oprah started this back in the day. Uh,
1: the book club. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Oprah it's not loves, quite a book you know? club. <laughs> oh, and then every single blogger yeah. calls themselves something loves. Yeah, it yes. was like
0: blah blah. I was going to say a name. I will not say. Well, there's a. The plenty. website was called you that. Could, you could. There's plenty of blah them. blah blah loves. Here's the favorite skincare I'm loving right now. I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I do.
1: Oh, I don't. But just call your website something else. Mm. Like every same same like like Anyway, um, also, if you are our VIP posse member, we salute you. Thank you very much. If you do want to jump on board our our private Facebook page where we have conversations behind the scenes videos and a live that goes up fairly regularly or once a month you can uh, very kindly donate to the cause <laughs> i.e. our channel by hitting the link in our Instagram on our Instagram page. Or hitting the link
0: for more information in show notes of this episode. Yep. Three different levels as much or as little as you want it can be as little as a, you know a coffee would cost you a month and it means that you get extra stuff everything on the channel stays free there's just extras for those that dig it enough to you know run to your handbag and get your credit card you can out. also do a one-off donation too so if you're like ah oh, i got i've got a bit of extra cash i didn't
1: go out this weekend and instead of putting it to my savings you're going to invest <laughs> in us we are very grateful for yeah. that but um it might not be a monthly thing you're also able to just contribute if you're interested so uh the, the podcast stay free and we are very passionate about trying to do
0: that um Okay, so what are you listening to? Let's begin. Okay, what I'm listening to right now, I have to say I have been listening to the most amount of music I've ever listened to. Right. I reckon for like probably a solid eight years I hardly listen to music at all.
1: Which is so strange. Could- I mean, not even just from your story of, you know, the performer that was living in other people's dreams, blah, 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 mm. but just from... Like life, I know. Do you know what I mean? Like it's people weird.
0: that have never performed listen to music. I know. And I used to when I was younger. I always thought I'd be like a world famous singer, <laughs> legit. When I was younger, and why then why do
1: you laugh? About because that? Like I, it's such a joke.
0: Because I don't know, like because I didn't have any other. You know, people like, what are your backup options? Like there was just nothing. I just remember singing careers, like the careers counselor, and she was like, "What are you going to do?" And you I was say like,
1: "Careers, so funny." Careers, careers. You sound like you're saying Korean. Just so you know, like what I mean. How I'm do you, hearing, say like, you say it? I say it. Koreas. Koreas. Korean. <laughs> when I spoke to the Korean counselor, when like, I was sitting <laughs> at the Sorry. Korean
0: barbecue, uh, I had a moment. <laughs> That's what
1: I was trying to say. Well, everyone just heard Koreas because when you say Korean, it sounds the same. It is the same, basically. Well, fuck,
0: you get, you get my vibe,
1: okay? Um,
0: so you're no. talking to the Korean <laughs> no, racist. I can't say. Well, my career's cancer was Korean, hilariously. No, <laughs> are you joking? no nah, I'm taking the piece. Oh, phew, What a steer that would have been. No, no, no. And... No, I meant to say zinger. Oh. <laughs> it's all down here, darling. What a stinger! <laughs> Shoot, this episode's messed up. I'm not a fish with a pointy head. Ah, oh, okay, so it'll be like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I legit have not ever <laughs> spent any time thinking about what else to do here. Like all, all I like to do is sing the end. I love know? it how what just telling us what you listen to. This oh, I know, but I'm just saying it's like interesting for me now that uh, so for a really long time, for like eight years, I didn't listen to any music because it was this reminder of what I could have been doing, I should have been doing, and I wasn't, too mm-hmm, painful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now I've been listening to heaps of music and for the first time in a really long time I have found – inspo of music that I think this is the kind of music that I want to make like this real mix between soul and house and kind of chill so you I feel like you'd really dig um a a few of these artists Jordan Reiki obsessed right R-E-I-K-I Aussie guy Reiki yeah um also Sabrina Claudio 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 I don't know I think I've heard of her
1: oh Claudia,
0: Claudia, I'd Claudia. heard a few of her songs, but then, you know, just when you are, become obsessed with people and, and you're, it's all, like, literally all you listen is to. Is she
1: Australian, up and comer, no. carnival? No, she's, U-
0: she's from the UK, very, like, very established. Most okay. people would, you'd, I don't know, maybe we'll put her all music. of these in show notes too. So can you put the Spotify list yeah, yeah. or something? Yeah, but it's this real, I've just found this jam because, I, you know, sometimes when people are like, what are your music tastes? And you say different pockets where you're like, I like chill, but then I also like, Vocal House, but then well, I also like Soul.
1: Different horse, different horse. Yeah, courses, but right? the fact
0: that they're all kind of mixed together is just very exciting.
1: Oh, okay. So those artists are people that are yes, mixed together. that's, that's right. Um, can I just choose a song that I'm listening to yeah. um, on repeat? It's just, I put it on my Instagram the other day. It's called Evergreen by Yebba. Oh, what kind of music is it? I don't know. I don't know this kinds of music. Like I'd say it'd be indie. Yeah, right. Indie pop
0: maybe. Do you know what I've realised in Australia? Because a mate of mine went on a date with this Dutch guy and he said, what kind of music are you into? And she said, oh, I don't know, kind of whatever she said, chill, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then she goes, what are you into? He goes, um, I really like classical music but also house. That makes <laughs> sense like, to me. Yeah, but I'm like people euros have the real like they are a lot more like silos in terms of their music right whereas in australia i feel like we're all just like i don't know like we like meshes of music maybe it's yeah. kind of like this poppy dancey r&b you know but
1: chill well i think music is a representation of our culture right there's just a mesh of blobs of everything Mm. in this country. Mm. Whereas people like European countries are very segregated to their country. Often people look at Europe as Europe. So you're like, oh my God, look how many different colors are in Europe. But if you hone in onto the actual country, there's a good chance that if you're from France, you grew up listening to some form of classical. Mm.
0: You know what I mean? Like
1: it's very uh, more uniformed, I would imagine. But we have, we're like almost europe in, uh, as a whole with all the different countries in it, but we're one. Does that make sense? So we're kind so of. immersed in terms of our country and our culture. Immersed? Immersed? Immersed. Immersed.
0: Good cool one. Immersed or immersed? Today's going to be an interesting day. <laughs> um, okay, what am I reading right now? I'm rereading um, Milk and Honey, mm-hmm. the book of poems by Rupi. How do you say K-A-U-R? Kurt, you know how you read a name on Instagram or whatever, or in your phone, cool. but you never K- say it out loud. Hey,
1: K- Oh, cool.
0: uh, she, and that's the book. That's the book that I bought you for your birthday. Her second one. Yes. The um, the sun and her flowers. Yeah, it's in my meditation room. Oh, uh, so I read this just after I went through um, my breakup because it's all about. It's in four sections. I think it's like love, loss. Rebirth, and some, I can't remember the fourth one, but like really intense poetry and illustrations, mm-hmm. stunning. I just mm-hmm. and I, I like that they're little. Just before you go to bed, I'll read a few pages and just little sections. And especially thinking about words or writing songs, I just oh, am very yeah. inspired by the the simplicity, but then the complexity of the way that she writes is beautiful.
1: We're reading. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember, but at the beginning of the year or well, at Christmas time. My Christmas present to Ben was 12 months of Christmas, so he yeah, opened I a new Christmas present every month. Brilliant idea. And a lot of work. Uh, big, big, big commitment for the first Christmas that we shared together. Um, and to be honest, I must say he's forgotten to an open. I uh, forgot to open a few months, which is hurtful because, for example, a few of the vouchers expired. So, well, we got them extended. Got to it the A Triple the C. Like, get, get Tracy Grimshaw on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. They're paid. always yeah. This month is September, and there was a like a book wrapped up for him to open. So he was like, once he opened up the little piece of paper. Um, It said you have a a present to unwrap to go with this gift or this month. And it is a book of poems about love stories. And every night the present is that we read a love story to each other before we go to sleep. Cute. It is pretty corny, but who's it is it, very nice. Who's it nice. by? What's it called? It's a, co- a collection of all different
0: poets ah. and authors. All right, well we'll find some of them. Yeah, I'll put, we'll find and put the link in because if people are going, oh, that'd be nice, they'll want to find and it. And a nice gift, and a really mm. lovely thing to do together That's um, before you go to sleep, cute. instead of thinking about
1: all the problems or yeah. all the shit from the day, or whatever. You read this nice thing to each other, and you go to sleep going, okay, where I've been waking okay. up smiling,
0: and I hold it for ten seconds now. Oh,
1: God, I do you my even know how you
0: wake up? Well, as soon as I wake up, I go like this. Oh, you... I smile. Like if you walked into my room, you'd be like, what? Who is this freak? Like I'm literally staring at my roof with sleep in my eyes with a huge grin on my face. Oh, but that's quite good. Yeah. I might try, try that Try it. One. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, and what are we um, watching? watching? Um, nothing on Netflix because my housemate moved out and, and took the Apple TV with her, which is hers. Ooh. So yeah, hurtful. Um, it's only a hundred bucks. Ah, uh, yeah, hundred bucks. I don't want to spend it because I feel like I never sit down and watch Netflix anyway. Nah, mate. Nah. Legit. Do you know I cancelled my mem- fifty bucks each? I cancelled between you and laws. I cancelled my Stan and my Netflix because she had it. I went to the movies for the first time in a little while, mm-hmm. and I went and saw Black Klausman. Right. Um, it was really confronting. It's set in the 60s um, and it's set in America and it's about the Ku Klux Klan, but it's Ooh. like a comedy kind of. Like it's uh. a weird, it's a um, Spike Lee uh, directed uh, the film. So it's kind of all about this um, undercover cop that is black that is, goes undercover in the KKK to try and crack them.
1: Jesus.
0: But at the end, but there's... Hang on,
1: so he? how can he go undercover in the KKK if he's black?
0: Because he does all of the phone stuff pretending to be white. Oh. Yeah, he goes, I hate black people. Um, You know, it puts on this kind of southern accent, speaking to the head of the KKK, and then they send a white cop who's pretending to be the face of him. Oh they try God. and do the similar voice into the KKK to try and get undercover intel to be able to... Blah, blah, blah. So it's really mega interesting and it's the uprising of like um, black power and black rights through the 60s. Yeah, but it is quite confronting, especially at the end they have real-life footage of um, the riots in America even like two years ago that was like the KKK campaigning about, you know, white power
1: Mm.
0: and, you know, like against Jewish people, against gays, like with the uprising of Trump and all this kind of stuff. So you kind of watch this movie and you're like there's elements of comedy to it but then I think it's very – powerful at the end when they show the actual real-life footage is in like, oh, yeah, by the way, this uh, in 2016 is actually still happening. Right. I felt, yeah, it, the dark
1: humour is uh, interesting because I get pretty um, shaken up by a lot of violence and a lot of, I don't know, just hectic um, violent shows and, and hectic strong performances if that makes sense so the the more violent and the stronger the performance of the violence is the more hectic i react to things which i'm sure is the case with a lot of people Mm -hmm. but you know what i mean like the character like the 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 real vulnerability and the and the strength in the acting of a character and then added violence to it because a lot of violent films the focus is the violence do you know what I mean? And then the acting might not be so fantastic. Mm-hmm. But when you pair the two, it's just like a bit of a crazy combination for me mm-hmm. because, you know, the, this particular show was about that I'm watching is called Killing Eve. I've finished the first season now. It's on ABC iView.
0: It is brilliant. Is it, a, is it based on a true story or is it a, a drama? Like, what is it? It's about a
1: um, a serial killer psychopath oh who is a woman. And this oh, is that confronting to see because you don't see it that much into in movies and um, television? It's fascinating. Yeah. It's really fascinating. And it's not my kind – it was like Wonder Woman. It's not my kind of film, but I loved watching oh, it because it was so new and so that. liberating to see women in different roles. And eventually I probably won't choose to watch that stuff because it won't be so new, but it still feels really exciting. And that is the same with Killing Eve. Gadot sidebar in – Wonder Woman. Well, there's so many oh, great performances stunning. in that show, which is so, again, one of those things where you add violence with, you know, really interesting interesting actors and characters. But Sandra O, oh, who played Christina Yang in Grey's Anatomy, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is the co lead. And oh, she, is she is, ki-
0: She's not the killer?
1: No, she so oh. she comes on board as this really random detective who has this ability, this iron ear and interest in female psychopaths, like female serial killers. And she takes it as a real personal, I suppose, agenda to crack this particular particular serial killer who she has a hunch is a woman and then it's confirmed that she's a woman and then the storyline goes where the serial killer becomes kind of obsessed with her and she becomes obsessed with the serial killer.
0: Ah. And
1: they become obsessed with kind of meeting and f- and fighting against each other through the killings. It's oh. fascinating. Right. Only and one season? Yeah, so far. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and Sandra, oh, my God, if you're a Grey's Anatomy fan and Christina Yang left, let's all just put our hands up and admit that it was never the same, even if you continued to watch six seasons on, mm. which I did. Uh she is so interesting and i did have a bit of a thought and said to my friend actually it was a bit like how in all of these amazing tv series that we're seeing now that are just as strong quality as film or whatever you're seeing all these other characters and not characters sorry all these other actors that you haven't seen for maybe 15 years pop up and get great roles because there's obviously more work Mm. coming up and and i looked at sandra oh and i thought my god I don't know much that you've done since Grey's Anatomy and it just was a really good personal reminder of the industry. Mm, of how changes. Well, yeah. you can go away for 10 years and never be seen and still be remembered for something you did and then – come back and be as strong as ever remember in a completely TV, new role. But remember
0: TV shows was where actors kind of go to die? Like they were, mm-hmm. that was almost a bit of a washed up, you got a TV role, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. after being this big movie star or child star. And then now I think it's the complete opposite.
1: Which it is, and I, but I don't think it's probably the case with her. So it was a funny example. Cassandra O oh was a television star. Mm, so true. I think that's one point. But then I think the other point I actually took away from it, which I didn't explain very well, was oh, my goodness, this industry is you just have to hang in there because if the talent's there, it's just not going to be necessarily a point where you're turning around with your dream job tomorrow. Like it may take another five, ten years. If you're into it, you'll stay invested in your craft, you'll keep working at it, and then you'll appear and do a performance like she did, which I'm obsessed with all over again as a completely different character probably
0: eight years later. Thanks for reminding us of that, Sandra. Oh, she's so
1: talented. She's so so good, and who knows? Maybe she just had a fucking rest.
0: I mean, or look. or she's been working her titties yeah. off, and we just don't know about it. Yeah, it's like us. Yeah, we go. Oh, what have you been doing since the radio show? It's like, oh well, a lot, but you're obviously not across it, and that's okay.
1: Yeah, I don't find many people aren't across it, though. I've got to say, mm. I feel like people have got more things to say now.
0: Yeah, it depends I because don't know. if some people talking are about... some people are rant, some people are random. I'm not talking about fans or people that would follow what we do, even yeah. family members that are like. Oh, so what? Did, what have you been doing? And that's it's like the thing. it's been nine months. We're not. I'm not sitting around on my hands. But that's
1: the thing with family members or people that are only interested in your career or your life from a uh, surface value. I.e., I can say I know that girl on the radio. Then they're not going to have any idea what we're doing because if it doesn't suit their story, this is what I was trying to explain to my auntie over the weekend. That some of the family, it's like they they kind of want your story to be what works for them. I.e., I know someone famous, mm-hmm. and then the second you're like oh, they host a podcast channel, which is their own content that's actually doing quite well. That's not really that attractive to me. No, well it's, not, well, it's
0: not a shiny. No. Is it? No. Mm. So
1: fuck you uh, if
0: you're not interested <laughs> and not know what we're
1: doing. We don't care. Yeah.
0: Um, you can rate or review this podcast. We'll get it out there to people so they can know more about it. Yeah, that you does know, help. Out to our family members even. Oh, nah. I'm not nah. interested anymore. Um, you, looking for approval in all the wrong places. <laughs> you can check out other show notes of this podcast for the links and the bits and pieces if there's um, any sh- uh, shows or movies or bits and pieces. We're frothing at the moment that you want to get amongst. Mm -hmm. You can find it in the links below. Yes,
1: we hope you've enjoyed this week. It is our 100th episode week uh, for this year. But have a great weekend. Let us know if you pick up any of those suggestions or any of those things that Mm -hmm. we are frothing right now and start to enjoy them, just like Teacher's Pet, Jesus Christ. I think they got a few extra listeners. Not that they needed them.
0: No Um,
1: And again, if you missed the chat uh, that we had with Renee Sims, uh, the uh, character, Lynette Dawson, yeah. the woman, that the teacher's pet is based on. We spoke to her niece, Renee, um, on the pod channel this week and that chat went up earlier on in the, the week. The character slash real-life person. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. I know. It's very awful. It's a very bizarre thing because it does feel like a very intriguing, entertaining story. But and- it's a real That's case. Right. That's Still, right. to this day, an unsolved case. That's right. That's Hopefully right.
0: not for much longer.
1: No. Yeah. No. But we'll keep you up to date with that and, and like we said um, – well, I don't know if we aired this, but we said to Renee when she got off air that we'll continue to talk to the family and support them in whatever mm-hmm. need, mm-hmm. whatever way we can. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, thank you, guys. Bye, God, Felicia. Bye, bye. See you.
0: Oh, hey. Are you sad the party's over? You don't need to be because we're still partying over on Instagram. The Thinker Girls is where you can find us. Catch a bro-bye. This
1: podcast is presented by Stacey June and Christy Mercer. It's also produced by me, Stacey June, and produced and edited by Jordan Lott.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.